Hi friends, this is Jillian and Kaylin and you're listening to In Case You Missed It on Teach Me How to Adult, a podcast on navigating the ups and downs of adulthood from managing stress and finances to crushing your career and love life. Tune in every Monday as we share game-changing tips from our guests that you might have missed. Adulting isn't easy, but we got you. We're wondering what you recommend people do with their investments when people start talking about a recession. Should they sell before the market dips further? Buy when things are low? What should people be doing when panic sets in? First, I want to talk about why people actually lose money when the market crashes. So when the market crashes, people lose money because number one, either they've bought into something that won't come back up in value. Maybe it was something speculative potentially crypto, you know, where it has no intrinsic value, like a company, like a stock in a company or real estate, which is like a physical asset. Or number two is they sell because they get scared. So when the market crashes, if what you've invested in will recover, right, then the act of you selling is actually what causes you to lose money, not the market crashing. So you are the one actually locking in those losses. 100% of the time after a stock market crash, In history, the market as a whole has always recovered. So personally, this is why I don't invest in like single stocks because you are betting with your savings, right? That this one company is going to outperform the rest. So I think it's a little bit of a, like a confirmation bias, right? You see, you pick something and it does well for a little bit and you're like, okay, yeah, I know how to do this. I can do this. When the reality is we're just kind of betting. Studies show that stock pickers lose money. And that's why I don't buy individual stocks, but instead I buy things like index funds and ETFs and asset allocation funds, which are like baskets of stocks. So like the ones that I invest in cover investments all over the entire world in different countries and different industries and different companies, right? And this allows me to diversify my risk. All of my eggs aren't in one basket and I'm not overexposed in one area. So I know people will say, Well, Nicole, I'll just invest in like the S&P 500, which for those of you listening, if you're not sure, that is just basically a list of the top companies in America, right? The most reliable top companies in America. And people will invest in that and say it's a total portfolio. Personally, I don't believe so. And the reason being is I think that you're overexposed to the United States, right? Mm -hmm. All of your assets are U.S. companies. And we forget about those really great companies that are in Europe and in Asia, right? So I like to invest in the biggest and best across the world in different industries. So I'm not overexposed to like oil or the financial industry or something like that. And that way, if I have this one investment that holds 13,000 companies, if one of them doesn't recover, it doesn't really impact me, right? Because the market as a whole has always recovered. And what would you say to people who are all about buying the dip or just like waiting to try to find out like how low the market will go to like invest more? Or is it just kind of always the best way to go is like dollar cost averaging, putting a bit of money in consistently? How do we maximize on this? You can't time the market, right? There could be a newer low tomorrow. You don't know. Or tomorrow could be the day that it skyrockets and goes up 20% because the biggest rallies actually happen in a bear market, in a down market, because the investments have that much more room to be able to go back up to those previous levels. We don't know when that's going to happen, right? So those days can happen 
at any time. So my theory is, and you know, studies back this up, is it's better to just spend time in the market. However, if you have a huge chunk of cash right now and you see that markets are down, I personally had an opportunity fund. I was waiting for this to happen. I figured it was going to happen this year based on kind of what had happened last year. I'm dollar cost averaging into the dip. That's lowering my cost basis. So I know a lot of the indexes right now are down about 20 to 30%. My accounts are down about 10%. So I'm still down. But it's Mm -hmm. not down quite as much because I'm lowering that cost basis by investing more at this time. And then also dollar cost averaging. So some days I might invest when it's a little bit up, when it's a little bit down. Um, But overall, I'm going to get that kind of median price. Right. And you mentioned a bear market for any listeners who don't know. Could you explain what that is? Yeah, bear market is basically when the the stock market has fallen from like down 20% from their all-time high. So the S&P 500, I believe, keeps bouncing in and out of a bear market right now. Um, so it's down about 20% from all-time highs. And like the NASDAQ is down, I believe, probably closer to 30% at this point. You mentioned you have an opportunity fund. I've never heard of that before. I mean, I had money kind of set aside and I was just trying to figure out what investment was best for my goal. A piece of advice is I feel that people make the mistake of trying to choose the best investment before they fully understand the goal or the timeline for that goal, because not every investment Mm -hmm. is right for every goal. Not every investment is right for every person. So there's a lot of thought behind where I put my money, especially since I'm trying to retire early and reach financial independence. I'm going to need that money to last me longer, provide more cash flow over time, but also have the ability to increase the amount of money that I get to live off of because of inflation and things like that. So the long-term is where we see more safety in our investments, right? Vanguard did a study and I think they said, if you invest for five years, your chances of losing money are one in four or one in five, don't quote me on that. Um, And then if you invest for 20 years or more, it goes down to zero, right? Based on their data. So the longer you invest for, the higher your probability of making money or the lower the chance of you actually losing money. Now, because in the short term, we don't know what the markets are going to do. If you go and put your emergency fund or your oh shit fund into the market, and oh shit, you need it. <laughs> oh shit, you're out of luck. Oh shit, it's also, gone. <laughs> the markets are down. You're yeah, exactly. You're out of luck, and you don't ever want to put yourself in a situation like that. When you put yourself in a situation where you have to sell your investments, mm-hmm. okay, that's when you put yourselves in situations where you could potentially lose money. Thanks for starting your week with us. If you enjoyed today's In Case You Missed It, check out our show notes for the full episode. We would love it if you subscribed, left us a comment or a rating, and followed us on Instagram. See you next time.